Bob Myers joins us now live, the general manager of the Warriors. You blew game one. Why? <laughs> you know what's great about you? You blew that, uh, game one, Bob. Yeah, Don't evade the question. question. Don't evade the question. You, you choked I, I down the stretch. The you guys gagged. Hey, hey, hey. Answer. Hey, react. Hey, 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 how's it going over there? Bob, great to talk to you this morning. Thanks for making a few minutes for us. <laughs> no, Bob, aren't you tired of getting Do you hear anything, kissed? Bob? You, it sounds like a little static. Yeah. Is that your line or mine? Hey, Bob, just do you think Coes would come at you like this? Without notes? Coes is hard hitting. Coes is a hard hitter. Until he hits the wrong guy and then Coes and Larry Bear close the station. Go ahead. I said uh, after, the game, after the game last night, I looked at Raymond, our PR guy. I said, Raymond, you know what would really cap this off? Uh, because it was a great feeling. We hadn't won there in 100 years. I said, if you could get me on Murph and Mac tomorrow morning, it would just be a great. <laughs> all right, all right. No. I'd feel this whole thing, but he didn't get it done, so I got second choice. All right. I'm on, uh, a, new, I'm on a new kick, I must admit. I'm not going to make any Murph and Mac jokes or the warmth anymore. I'm going cold turkey on Murph and Mac. I enjoy that. If they put their arms around me, I'd feel good too. Hey, uh, are you even are you even caught a little off guard by uh, what took place these last two games? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, you know the resiliency in the youth has been uh, has been a surprise to me. Um, we hope you know hope for these type of results, um, but to go into San Antonio and to play the way we did, and obviously we didn't get the result we wanted in the first game. Um, but then to bounce back, I mean, I think a lot of people had said that was it after we lost that game. You don't respond to game, you know, games like that. You can't recover. And um, we did. Um, and that, 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 to me, is a great testament to coaching staff and, and the players we have on the team to, to come out. And, and you guys have been around sports a long time. You suffer a loss like that. Most, most teams um, don't, don't come back, and, and, and especially since you're playing a good team in the Spurs. So really happy for our guys, and we're kind of seeing a team grow up before our eyes, and that's always fun. I think it's fun for our fans and, and even for national fans that are getting to see it. I know it's tough for you in your position to go you know, too deep psychologically, but I'll try it anyway. You think San Antonio last night, they took a deep breath, said, oh, boy, Warriors gave us their best shot and didn't think you were able to, would be able to punch, punch like you did last night? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I think part of them walked out of that locker room the first night and felt like they were lucky that they came out with a win the way they played. Um, so that's why I was really looking forward to game two to get a sense of how they would come out. Um, and they would think, hey, we got lucky in game one. If you heard Ginobili's post-game interview last night, he said, you know, honestly, we shouldn't have won game one either. We have to play better. So I was thinking they were going to come out last night and do that. And for a large part, this burst did play better. Um, but I, I don't think it's any more about uh, being surprised or having a long layoff. Now I think it's about having a real series. And we're showing that we can hurt them in some ways, and obviously they can hurt us in some ways. Um, and I'm excited. I think it'll be a great series. It's a great, it's a great uh, thing for our young players. I mean, that's what I keep talking about is having Draymond Green out there and Barnes and Clay being young and Azili. That's what you want with an organization is to have a young team hopefully on the rise, experiencing these type of situations in the playoffs. Some good, some bad. Obviously, Monday was very bad, and, and last night was very good. Yeah, and, uh, Bob, the, uh, my two favorite plays last night, one was the Azili follow spike tip. I mean, he's he, that was fun to watch. But the other one was, I, I thought maybe the key bucket in the game, 
And tell me what you think of this one. It was about eight minutes left, maybe eight and a half minutes left. Spurs cut it to six. And, right. and, 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 and at that point, I'm thinking, oh, here we go again. Who will step, who will step up and, and right. hit the big shot? And it swings to the guy with the yellow shoes. I think his name's Green, the second-round right. pick. No, I'm just joking. Draymond right. gets right. the ball on the perimeter, and he drains a three. And he, and he yeah. shot it in rhythm, and the lead went back to nine. To me, yeah. that was the biggest shot of the whole night. What, what do you think? No, I, th- I think you're right. I really do. I mean, I think that they were – you're, you were thinking the same thing I was. I'm sitting there watching it, and you're, you're feeling it in the arena, feeling the momentum change. And it's natural for athletes on their side to think, we got this. We're going to do the same thing we did on Monday. And for our players to think, here we go again. I mean, I, I guarantee you, even if it was for a fleeting moment that had to pop into everybody's mind, um, you hope it just came and went for all the players and coaches. But uh, Draymond, the crazy thing is, as you guys saw us during the regular season, and I'm one of them. I mean, he was, he was 20% from three in the regular season. So he would shoot the three, and I'd be sitting at the game and looking at the people I work with and say, oh, boy, here we go. Because he was 20%. And now, honestly, guys, I thought that shot was going to go in. Um, I just did. The way he's been playing and the way he's been shooting, um, obviously huge shot for us because I think if he misses that, you know, the, the momentum keeps going and who knows what happens. Um, but um, – I think Larry Wright, I think that was a big momentum uh, stopper and uh, helped us win the game. Yeah, the guest is Bob Myers, general manager of the Warriors on the Ring Central guest line. How hurt is Curry? He's pretty banged up. Um, I don't think he's uh, – he's been worse, certainly this season and in the playoffs than he is today. Um, but he's, he's, uh, he's gotten it out. I mean, I think psychologically, and I don't know if this makes sense, but – Psychologically, he's great. I mean, there was times when his body might have been feeling better, but he was thinking more about his ankle and uh, playing more uh, in the way of trying to protect himself, whereas now his body's banged up, but it might be akin to an NFL guy that, yeah, you're beat up and there's the wear and tear, but, but mentally you're there. Mentally you feel like you can do it. And I think that's a big part of what he's doing. Is He's certainly worn down, but it's – it's the mental part where he's knowing he can push through it that hasn't playing at a high level. But coming off what he played 58 minutes in the first um, that, that first game, that's a ton of minutes. It's, it's crazy to play that many minutes. Do you um, think it's it's possible for both those uh, uh, young folks, Thompson and Kerr, to shoot like this an entire series? Well, I mean, I think you guys know. I mean, I think Thompson before last night was 0 for his last 10 from 3. So he wasn't exactly lighting it up. And Curry was the one that had been really carrying the two offensively. And nobody talks about Clay's defense, but he's starting to get some recognition. But, but Clay last night, when Curry was struggling a little bit, he had a game like he's capable of having. I mean, it, the thing that we get to see as an organization is we get to see these guys every day. It's almost like you get to see the great baseball hitters take batting practice every day. So you're not surprised when they're hitting home runs. And obviously it's a great thing, but, but um, we get to see this all the time. I mean, you watch Curry and Clay shoot, the fans that come early before a game, even the opposing team will stop their workout and look down there to watch those guys shoot. It's, it's a very unique skill that they both have. So we're not surprised uh, when they do it. We're obviously <laughs> thrilled when it happens, but uh, I do think that they can. Whether they can both do it on the same night, that, that may not happen, but one of them is – it's weird that both are off, is what I would tell you. And uh, 
we led the league in three-point shooting, um, so it's not a fluke. We led the league in three-point shooting field goal percentage. Um, so it's not like we just started making shots in the playoffs. Guys, they have great form and great footwork and uh, and take good shots, and their good shooters are going to likely make them, and that's kind of what's happening. How much, how much confidence so, do you think you guys pull out of that thing last night? I mean, I saw Steph Curry is sta- you know stated after the game, hey, for seven and a half quarters – We've really outplayed the Spurs, and it seems like all of your guys can beat their guys off the dribble almost at will. But that all being said, how much confidence do you think you pull out of last night's win? I think a, a good chunk. I, and I don't know that, to me, I don't know that we lost a ton after the first game. I probably lost more than the team did. I mean, I, you know, they, they're an interesting group. Um, there's a pulse of every team in every sport, and I think this team has a great pulse about it. Maybe it's the youth of the team. Maybe it's the coach. I mean, but but all when you look at the aggregate team and all the factors that play into being successful, I think this team has some some attributes to that. And I, and I know it's you know, the Spurs are, are obviously going to be very difficult. The series is a long way from being over. They've got the experience on their side. I think they're the best executing team in the NBA. They probably have the best coach in the NBA. Um, but I, I think we'll fight them till the end. And that's. That's going to give us a lot of experience going forward. And, and, and look, the way we played, and, and Steph was right, and I think you really want to maintain your humility in situations like this, but we, we actually have outplayed them um, for a good chunk of the series. Doesn't we're, we're tied with them right now, one win, one loss. But as far as uh, through the course of all the minutes that have been played, we've been the better team in a, in a lot of them. But, you know, that doesn't mean we're going to win the series. That's just a good start, I guess. I'm always curious. We've been making a little joke here that Mark Jackson said some of the same things last year. You didn't win. Everybody rolled their eyes. Now he's a, the Messiah. I'm just curious. <laughs> no, you know, Bob, that's the truth, right? That's it. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. When you and Joe sat in a room with him and you decided uh, that he was going to be your guy, anything you can share on, on – was Mark the same way when – in a sense, applying for a job, was he, you know, talking about he's going to do this and and I'll make these guys hang in there? What what did he sell you on at the beginning? Well, I think the best thing about anybody that can lead uh, Gary is that they don't, you know, you're not selling it. You're just talking. You're just being who you are. Um, and, and like him or not, Mark, that's who he is. I don't think it's an act. I think that's who this guy is. That's who he has been his whole career from the Knicks to his little shimmy shake after he makes That's just who the guy is. So, what we liked and saw in Mark was a presence, a guy that could walk in a locker room and command attention and command respect. And why is that important in the NBA is because I, I think I told somebody else, these guys have guaranteed contracts. So I represented a lot of guys like this. They, if you don't have the respect of your team as a head coach, they're getting their checks every two weeks, right? They're, they're getting paid. So you can't threaten to cut them. Uh, you know, and they're very hard to trade. A lot of guys are on, you know, larger, bigger contracts. So first and foremost, the team has to respect the coach. And we knew that the team would respect Mark. No matter who you put on a the team, they're going to respect him. And then he came from success, had a lot of winning success as a player. And we, we, we thought for a team that needed leadership, he was the best leader candidate that, that we uh, that we interviewed. And it was Larry Riley, myself, and, and Joe, and, and Jerry was involved. But my personal interaction with Mark is somewhat interesting because I'd known Mark for 10 or 12 years from being in L.A., and we played pickup basketball together. Um, you know, once a month I'd run into him, we'd play because he still played. And the, why, why is that relevant? It's because what I feel like when you play basketball with somebody, you get to know a lot about them. Um, you get to know if they're selfish, if they're unselfish, if they cheat, 
uh, if they're fair, if they lead, if they win, how they conduct themselves. Because you guys know, I mean, I, if I play basketball, anybody, anybody, you, you go to lunch with somebody, you go play one-on-one, you go play five-on-five, you're going to walk away and know a lot more about them in that setting than you do over the course of a lot of settings. So I felt like Mark brought all these positive components to the job that, he, that I knew before, before we even sat on an interview with him. So he's, uh, he's been fantastic. And, and listen to the – don't listen to what I say. Listen to what the players say about him. No, it's I mean, totally... they rave about him. I mean, that, that's what matters, really. Yeah. No, no, Bob Myers yeah. with us on the Ring Central guest line. Just to piggyback that, uh, you know, I was aiming our fantastic producer put together just an incredible stat here. This is a great one. Rookies started 122 games collectively for the Warriors this year. No other playoff team had rookies start even 20 games. Let me ask yeah. you this. At this point, yeah. I mean, I think if you if you didn't know the record of the Spurs or your guys' regular season record, you know nothing about this. You just flip on the TV and you watch these two teams. You guys have a lot more energy and a lot more gas left in the tank. At this point in the calendar in May, do you think three rookies contributing is a is more of a, a strength than a than a detriment? Gosh, you know, I, I would I would normally answer you that it would be a detriment because of the experience factor, sure. because in the playoffs, I would normally tell you, but, but these rookies are unique rookies. Um, Harrison Barnes does not get flustered. Um, this guy's like a statesman. I mean, he just, he's just built that way. I mean, Draymond Green, it's not the NBA, but playing in Final Fours, um, you know, he's got, he, he, he loves it. I mean, this is like, he feels like he belongs on a stage like this. And then Festus is just he just gives effort, um, does his job, and is a mature guy. He's a, he's a very smart guy, played at Vanderbilt. So I don't know that we have the type of rookies, when you, when you, when you use that word in a lot of sports, you're talking about a lot of guys that are sometimes immature, uh, sometimes a little bit arrogant at times, sometimes think they know everything. That's not these three guys. So in a sense, yeah, they're rookies, and, and it's fantastic. They have the energy. But I would normally tell you, having three rookies playing minutes in the playoffs, is not a recipe for uh, for success, but look, I think the Spurs have got a, light, a lot of fight left in them, and I think they're going to take advantage of that experience. Oracle is fantastic; our fans are going to be great. But this is a very good road team. I mean, this team Denver was not as good a road team as San Antonio. So San Antonio, they don't get afraid. The crowd's going to be going crazy. But San Antonio, you think they haven't been in a hostile environment before? I mean, these guys have been battle tested. So it's going to be exciting to see. I think our players will play great with the home crowd behind them, but as much as our fans will do their part, the, the Spurs don't buckle easily. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm just excited for the fans. I really, golly, I just can't keep saying that enough. It, they deserve, they deserve this attention on our team, and they deserve to go to these games. Um, it's really great. It's you know, it'd be good, Bob. It's, it, you just to back it up, let everybody in free tomorrow night. Free food and free entrance. I told Joe that. Joe, Joe, Joe said, "Yeah, sure, no problem." No, yeah. <laughs> well, that is great, though. I mean, how many GMs? How many GMs would really? think about the fans' perspective that much, but I think that... Well, Larry, that's if he lets the them in for free, he's really thinking right, about exactly. it. Now, now all Bob doing talking on the radio. No, well, actually, actually, Bob's yeah. given us a, a couple of pairs of tickets for uh, tomorrow night's game and Sunday's game that we're going to be giving away here on KNBR today and tomorrow, so thanks, Bob. Sorry that they're not oh, bringing that up. I, yeah. We're going to scalp them. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you, you have a unique perspective on this because you're, a, you're an Alamo kid. You're an East Bay yeah. kid, so you... Do you, do you do you find yourself thinking about how this team is being reacted to by the area more because you're from the area than maybe you would well, if you were elsewhere? 
Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, if I was here, if I was in, I lived in LA for eighteen years, and I was doing the agent stuff, and grew up here in high school here. If um, if I was living here now, or even if I was living in LA, I would be thrilled about this. And if I had no hand in it, I'd be trying to get tickets. If I lived here, I'd be going to the games. Um, this is a is a personal thing. Um, which you're right, it, it is unique in sports. Most people want to work in sports, they take the job they can get, and they go to the city they can go to, and, and they, they get behind that team. But And, and it's, it's, a, it's a nice story, but it's true. This is my team, and, and for me to watch them succeed and be a part of it in, in my own way makes it that much better. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is exciting. I mean, these fans are – it's great knowing the history of the team, too, and knowing the history of the fan base uh, makes it that much more enjoyable – for me, I mean, you walk around, people in the streets, um, they're excited about the team. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's All right, Bob. Fantastic. Yeah, so far, so good. It's been terrific. The entire Bay Area is buzzing. Just one note as we say goodbye. You finished seventh in the, uh, in, you know, in, the general, in the general manager voting. And I guess all those years that you screwed the team out every last nickel for your clients came back to haunt right. you. Hey, hey, you know what award matters? You guys know what award matters. It's winning. No, you know, no, that's no. what matters. Please. So, so look, that, that, you know, I, the guys that were sort of ahead of me, well-deserved. There's a lot of great GMs. Um, I told Joe we were flying back last – or I put, we were flying to San Antonio. And he was talking about the team, which he does a lot. Um, and I said, Joe, I, I said, you know, I just want to tell you I appreciate um, you even taking a chance on me. I said it's a, it was a gutsy call to, to hire me for a guy that didn't have front office experience, and um, you know it's it's just it's, 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 uh, it's a lot. Of, I'm just happy to be in the job, really. I mean, I think it's what do you say? Uh, what do you say to you? He said you've done a great job. I was right. And I said, well, yeah. Looking at it now, I said, but at the time, people don't make this. You know, hire a younger guy that didn't have the background. And um, Joe's pretty smart. I mean, really, the guy didn't do his businesses and be successful for no reason. He knows what he's doing. I mean, I'm, I guess I'd be an example of taking a chance on a younger guy and, and seeing it work a little bit. Now it's a great time to be a Warrior fan, Bob. Keep it up this weekend. And we, all kidding aside, we always appreciate you. And I always like to kid Brian Sabian. Can you imagine if we start an interview with Brian by me yelling, your bullpen blew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, by the time I finish the sentence, he'd be hung. Hey. It'd be gone. You know. Hey, listen, listen, hey, yeah. guys. If we did blow it, I'll still come on the show. So oh yeah. Listen, this is called radio bid. No, we have you on so much, we got to mess with you a little bit. But Bob, we really do appreciate a good sport and a young guy right, who's got good. got everybody excited. Uh, keep it rolling. Yeah. Congrats. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, that's Bob Myers.